0: Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Arcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM.
1: Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Neyarkos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. You know, the temperature's up. It's down in, in Georgia. You never know whether it's going to be hot or cold or what it's going to be. Yeah, we have... Uh... I'd like to see a little more of the hot than
2: the cold, though. I'll tell you that, Jim. I'm from Michigan, and you think I can handle the cold, but I can't. I cannot stand it.
1: Well, I think most people feel the way you do. That's why we have so many people here moving to the deep south. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways that you can keep your home comfortable. And uh, we always try to uh, make sure that we... We offer good tips and advice here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, and this this morning's no uh, no exception. We're we're happy to have with us uh, for the first time here on the All Four Seasons Home Show, Mr. Ryan Zondervan, who is the owner of USA Insulation. We're going to talk about insulation, the different types of insulation, and what you need to know. Ryan, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show.
3: Thank you very much, Jim Dan. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to, uh, glad to be here.
1: We'd like to start off, maybe give us a little uh, background on yourself and, and how you got involved with USA Installation.
3: Sure, absolutely. And, and like Dan, I'm actually from Michigan uh, originally, too. I've been here uh, since I was nine, so I'm more or less a... Uh, in Atlanta, but uh just a bad dream right that's right point. that's huh. right so and i can't handle the cold either so. are you still a lions
1: fan that's what i want to know <laughs>
3: you know I, I i don't have anything against him but i wouldn't say i necessarily root for him he's so, sane Jim. you he's know a, he's a sane man uh, that's right so but uh yeah so no i've uh, like i said i lived here since i was um nine years old um uh, got married uh, a couple of years after college we moved away to the South Carolina area for a few years um, throughout my career I worked for a, uh, a home builder um, early in my career and uh, had three kids um, 2008 happened uh, the builder we were I was working for uh, although they, we were one of the 40 largest builders in the country they uh, um, were shut down like just about every other builder uh that wasn't public back then and um so anyway i got uh out of home building for a while got into healthcare, um which was uh just miserable being inside every day i I enjoyed being out working on homes meeting homeowners uh that sort of thing so after a few years of that um i started looking at some different opportunities some uh to kind of get back into that construction world or home building world and um that's when I started looking at, uh, some franchise opportunities, um, and I looked at USA insulation and thought, well, shoot, I mean, I built homes. I, I know a lot about insulation. It turns out, uh, I didn't know much at all about insulation, <laughs> but, uh, uh, fell in love with the company, the, the, the product, um, really just being able to help, um, people in their, in their homes. And, uh, so about seven years ago, we started the, um, the franchise here in Atlanta and just been really um, growing and, and helping a lot of homeowners ever since. Well, Dan, you know all about with, you know, Dan, our,
1: uh, who sponsors our show here, it's All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Dan, uh, I know you're a big proponent of insulation, and people, a lot of people don't know, uh, based on the fact that the garage door is the largest opening your home, that they can get an insulated garage door, right? Well, you, you know, there's no doubt about it. The biggest opening in your house is the garage
2: door, typically for just about everybody. And and obviously, we do think about the insulation, or we should be thinking about the insulation uh, of your home. And you think directly of insulation, you think of windows sometimes, but, you know, sometimes the attic, whatever. But we don't think about the garage door. But um, I also get this, and Ryan, you can talk about this a little bit. You know, you I'm sure you hear from people Especially the ones from the north They go, you know, it really doesn't get that cold here It's no big deal And my response is always, you know It does get cold enough Especially the way that home is constructed Without almost any insulation A lot of these homes That everybody could use it in the winter But how about the summertime, right? I mean, it gets pretty hot And that HVAC unit is running all day long if you don't have
3: proper insulation absolutely and and some of the people from up north I mean shoot I remember as a kid a lot of them didn't have air conditioning yeah. up there yeah. right? right so true. you're not going to survive real long without air conditioning down, down here and so you're absolutely right it's you know insulation is, you know, hot, cold, doesn't matter. San Diego, I'm not starting a, uh, (laughs) an insulation company in in San Diego at 70 degrees all year, year round, Um, you know, but it's, it's kind of like a coat, right? So when the colder it is, the thicker coat that you need um, to keep that, that uh, cold out or your, your heat in. Um, And so, you know, you're exactly right. When it's hot, it is definitely going to be needed, and when it's cold, it's needed. And cold's relative, right? I mean, you, it's amazing. You, you and I are both from Michigan. It's been probably a number of years for you as well, but you become really accustomed to the warm weather really quick. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. called the the blood thinning, yeah. right? Real fast.
1: <laughs> you know, when you, when when most of us think about insulation, we think about the guy in the hot attic with the mask on and the gloves, with rolling out the fiberglass insulation. And, uh, but like you said, even though you were in the home, uh, in, in uh, home building, um, there's a lot more to insulation. That's just one type of insulation. So, why don't you kind of give our listeners a little bit of uh, a quick 101 on the different types of insulation
3: and what are the pros and cons? Sure. Yeah. Now, the um, insulation is a, um, there's two basic components of, of insulation. And so, most of us kind of have a, the basic understanding of the more the better, right? So that's um, that's that's the R value. It's just a, it's a resistance to heat. So it is like that jacket. So if you got uh, if it's zero degrees outside, you go out in a windbreaker on. It's not going to do you a whole lot of good. There's not a lot of resistance to to heat. So you're going to have a big, thick, heavy jacket on. That's the more kind of the better. The, the second component of it, though, and something that's really been since 2011, a lot of the the, the building codes have all changed um, for this one component, which is. Airflow, um, Air sealing. So think about that same jacket. I don't care how big and heavy and thick that sucker is. You got it unzipped, right, and all that cold air is coming in. You're still going to be freezing. So those are the two component components working to, together. There's, you know, different types of, of insulation. You have kind of your traditional um, fiberglass or cellulose, whether it's the rolled-in fiberglass or you see them blowing in uh, this, the stuff that's sitting on the floor of the attic, Um You've got, uh, the rolled in, uh, you call it bad insulation. Um, spray foam is a big, huge one that for the last 30 years has, has really gained a lot of, of, of traction. See it on a lot of the home shows, uh, you know, on all those stations. Um, and then you have an injection foam, um, which were unique that that's, uh, that's what our company was founded on, um, 30, gosh, 36, 37 years ago, um, and it's designed for the walls of a home for your existing walls and existing homes. So our company, we don't do a whole lot of new construction. Um, Our focus is on, you know, what we call retrofit or existing homes. Um, And so a lot of these homes built before 1970, unless they've been renovated, they have nothing in their walls at all. And so we can actually go from the outside, we pull off siding, we drill through the uh, mortar of the brick, any number of different. Ways so we inject the foam all the way around the house and the walls, uh, put it all back together. Doesn't even look like we've we've been there. So um, so there's a number and there's pros and cons to literally all of them. And that's what's you know kind of one of the great things about us is is we we really do all of them. So a lot of companies only do spray foam or they only do traditional, right? So of course every time they go see a homeowner, that's the solution. The reality is that there is different solutions for every single home depending on a number of uh, of things and so for us offering all of them we can really address and find the best solution for for people to you know solve whatever problem it is that they're they have.
2: You know, expand on that just a little bit. What are some? Of, why are there different solutions? What are some of the things that you're seeing in somebody's home that would make you use a different solution, and what is that solution?
3: Sure, yeah, that's a great question. The, um, so when you look at a house that was built in, you know, 2015, let's say, um, I mentioned the building codes that had changed, and so, you know, usually builder grade doesn't uh, – people don't think, oh, man, that's top of the line, builder grade, right? I, you know, for the way that the building codes are now for insulation – you know, it's actually not that bad. Um, They have to do these blower door tests. They do a whole lot of, to make sure the house is pretty tight. They're pretty well insulated. Um, So those houses, you know, there's different ways that um, spray foam of, of an attic. There's, um, is a product that we're probably going to gear more towards in, in that case versus, you know, we've done homes as, you know, 1850 something, I think is the oldest house we've, we've done here in Atlanta. Uh, One of our locations uh, in New Hampshire was late 1700s. I mean, (laughs) so we've done some old homes. uh, And when they have nothing in their walls, right, I mean, injection foam is going to be for those walls is by far going to be the the best uh, thing for them. And then some of it's just a matter of what are the what's the homeowner trying to accomplish if they're trying to keep their house at 72 degrees in the summer and it's at 73, 74. We don't necessarily have to go with the biggest and the best and the the, the greatest, right? We're probably gonna have a lot of opportunities for um, be a little more cost effective to get them where they wanna be versus somebody that can't get their house below 80 degrees on those 90 plus degree days and they wanna be at 72. I wish it would just be the super simple, you know, cheap solution that's gonna get them there. But the reality is they're gonna have to, you know, do a little bit more, address a few more things. Um, for them to be able to reach that that temperature, you know, their goal that they're trying to get to.
2: Yeah, I think I think sometimes too, people. Man, I'm only going to be in this house for another three or four years or something like that, right? And you've got to do a cost analysis to some degree, right? How much money do you want to spend? Maybe blow some insulation up in the attic, kind of get you in a decent place right. uh, without breaking the bank. I'm I'm assuming there's those conversations happening.
3: Correct, absolutely. You know, and and so our basic premise when we get to you know we when we meet with homeowners, um, you know, we tell them it's going to take about an hour. Um, and, and the reason for that is because we do all the different types of solutions, we're taking a much more consultative approach because you're exactly right. I mean, some people are moving and just need, want to get it up. So that's not going to be on their, um, inspection report when they go to sell it. Right. Or just take one, one more thing off. Um, others, I mean, they're just miserable in their home and, and need to get more comfortable. So, Well, we're
1: up against a break here, but you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkas, and we're here with Ryan Zondervan from USA Insulation. We're going to find out the difference between spray insulation and injection foam when we we come right back. So don't go away.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their
3: 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3.
1: Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Arcus, And for those of you who are living maybe in the outside perimeter there, a little further out, don't forget, we're not only on Extra 106.3 FM, but we're simulcast. Now, what does simulcast mean to you? It means we're also at the same time broadcasting on 1230 AM if you have a stronger signal with AM. So don't forget to join us on uh, either station that's best for you. Dan, we're talking about all station here with Ryan Zondervan from uh, – usa insulation and um i was kind of curious you know he talks about the injection foam he talks about the spray foam i wonder what the difference is well listen uh, they talk
2: about that but i mean they, you know i know there's some similarities right i mean that's kind of can be the same thing right but um there are other insulations too right you start thinking about that like jim said the stuff you roll out and then there's this stuff that looks like it's a uh, a sheet of drywall, right? But but it's but it's insulation, and then there's the little pebbles or whatever they spray like up, styrofoam at the top. or whatever. Yeah. Like, so yeah, let's you know, I mean, just talk out. about all the different types of insulation there are, and and maybe why you might use one or not. It's so
3: use confusing, one. <laughs> Ryan. It, it it definitely can be. Trust me. And, uh, you know, homeowners. I tell you, one of the tough things for homeowners too is, I mean, generally a lot of people they'll have a couple of different people out, right? Everybody wants to get multiple estimates, that whole, you know, thing, make sure that they're, they're getting the right information. And the tough part is they can get different stories from different people. Um, and a lot of times that's based on them only offering one product, right? So that guy that only offers spray foam or that only offers, you know, cellulose or fiber, whatever it is, magically every house he goes to, that's the right solution for him. Um, and look, anything's better than nothing, but that doesn't mean it's the best solution. So there's, you know, it is, it, it all depends on every scenario. Um, and so that's one of the things that I love about what we do is we do offer all of it so we can truly help that homeowner decide, you know, what's going to work best in, in this situation. Um, to, to your question on injection foam and spray foam, you're, you're right. I mean, a lot of people kind of see that as the same thing. Um, you know, which is, which is just fine. It's the same basic concept, um, spray foam you see, uh, shooting out of a gun, uh, on the commercials or on, you know, HDTV, whatever. And it, it goes on like a liquid and expands out real fast, um, into a foam. Um, so that's one type of, of foam. You see that a lot in new constructions. We, uh, we do it in crawl spaces of existing homes, um, attics of existing homes, um, But not the walls. Those walls can't get addressed for a house that's already uh, built. So that's where the injection foam comes in. So it's a, you know, it's a different chemical makeup, but it's it's the same basic concept, except it comes out kind of like shaving cream and actually hardens up. So it doesn't expand when you see the videos of it, it. It's actually, you know... You see it kind of moving towards the corner of a cavity in, in any of our, our videos. So it kind of looks like it's expanding, but it's actually not. We're, we're just uh, – it's pressure filling, so we're pushing more. So once it gets to where it needs to be, then, you know, it, it hardens up and, and, it, and it stays there. So it's the same basic concept. It's just the injection foam is, is only designed for an existing wall where spray foam can be used anywhere that the wall's not in place. I you know, I also like to
2: describe what it is. You know, again, they're different materials, but just so people can understand the concept, that stuff called stuff, right? Great that people stuff. use. Yeah. And uh, and it's people. like that orange looking sure. stuff. Right. And you spray it and it and then it hardens up, it kinda expands and hardens up. I mean, that's kind of the similar type of Material or you know it Correct. seems to be
3: yeah no it absolutely is it's it is a it's a type of spray foam it's just a um, it's a one component um, you know in a can versus um, you know the high pressure rigs which is what I'm calling spray foam but but you're 100 percent right they are the same thing um, so the high pressure spray foam obviously is for comes out of the gun and and you can do mass uh, quantities versus the the cans of foam but. That's more or less exactly what it is, just on a on a much bigger scale. You know, I've got a story on on insulation. I haven't told this one in a while, Jim. I know <laughs> you've, you've heard
2: those probably twenty times. But um, when I was living in my old home uh, years ago, it, it 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 was it was awful in the summertime. I was I was literally paying four or five hundred dollars for my my energy bill in July August. You know, those really hot months, which was very expensive for the type of home. It wasn't some huge home and i I did a few things first of all i I've got my insulated doors you know right. I a pretty good deal on those <laughs> um but the other things i did I, you know you my my uh my air conditioning unit I swapped that out to something that was energy efficient and then the other thing is in my garage, i did the the injected foam mm-hmm. right so um, and what they told me at that time was. If I get the perimeter, I didn't have to really worry as much about the ceiling. So, one, I just want to make sure that that is hmm. true. Um, but number two, I just got to tell you, I mean, it dropped those summer bills down to about 100 bucks. I mean, and, and you start talking in your hot summer times, I'm right, we have at least two really hot months, if not four, depending on the season. Right. You start adding that up and you start seeing, you know, In the winter months, you know, in some of these other months, even if you're saving ten or twenty or thirty dollars, man, that becomes a huge number at the end of the year. And I that that was the time when I really realized how important insulation was and how much money it can save you uh, at your home.
3: Right. So no, it it does. And to answer your first question about you know uh, not needing it in the ceiling, it all depends on if there's a room above there. Yeah. So if there was, uh, yeah. So then you know, typically you want to. Uh, see it there as as well and maybe there was some already in there and that's why they didn't there I, wasn't I know, there wasn't so
2: they, you know who knows yeah, where right. you get it from right this but, was
3: uh, 15 years ago so exactly so but um yeah i mean the, the savings the typical savings um that we see for people that address the the, the whole home um, is going to be anywhere from about twenty three, twenty four percent to uh, you know forty five percent, and it depends on where you're starting from, right? So you got a nineteen twenty home with no insulation in the wall and barely anything up above it. They're going to have a much higher, you know uh, average savings than somebody that was built in two thousand fifteen, um, you know two thousand ten, that that sort of thing. But what's really funny is when I when I first started looking at this and was talking to the the owner of of um, USA Insulation Corporate and and about the opportunity and I said, well, he asked, well, why do you think most people call for insulation? And and I said, well, I'm sure to save money, right? He was like, that's actually the number number two, and I'm like, really? And he says, yeah, most people are calling for comfort, and I found that to be. Without a doubt, true across the board. I mean, when the when it's hot in the summer, they're not calling me up. Hey, man, I really need to save money. It's, hey, we are really hot in my house, this room, whatever the case may be. And if I could save some money, that'd be great. But it's usually the secondary piece, and then people are shocked at how much they really can um, they really can save. It's you, when you got an average of just say forty five, you know percent. That means in your summer and your winter. You're going to save a lot more than that. And then You know, October, when you have your windows open, your heat or AC is not on as much. You're going to save lower than the previous October. but uh, So it's some pretty significant savings people can can see um, when they do it. Well, I think, you know, when again, too, I mean, I was
2: looking for maybe a little saving. Me, personally, I was one of those guys. But what it did on that top level, I had split-level home, by you know, just amazing in a garage, right? Just the garage, not even getting the other parts of the home, what it did— and I was having a hard time cooling it down. You know, on the upper level was all the bedrooms. And, and that you know, when it gets yes. hot in the summer, that's the one time for me I really want to have. I, I, it needs to be cooler for me to fall asleep. You right. know, I can take some heat, you know, when I'm sitting around or whatever. It doesn't have to be freezing
3: cold. But when I go to bed, I do not want that heater. I can't go to sleep. Look, I'm, I'm the same way. We had a house that was, you know, when we moved into it. It, w- it only had one um, thermostat for both floors. There's two stories, only one uh, HVAC unit. And so the, the, the thermostat's downstairs. And so, you know, we've all heard that hot air rises, right? Everybody kind of talks about that. And, and I kind of joke in the summertime, and my, my cheesy line to homeowners, when, when they say, well, I know my second floor is hotter, uh, but it's because the heat rises. I say, hey, would you do me a favor and go turn the heat off because it's 95 out there today? Gonna kind of look at me a little bit and I say, I'm obviously kidding, but what's what really happens is hot air wants to displace cold air. Okay. So now it's 120, 130, 140 degrees up in your attic, trying to keep it at 72 down below. That hot air starts moving down below to displace that cold air and pushing that cold air outside. So that second floor is always gonna be hotter. That's why you ask an H V A C guy when they have two units for the top and the bottom, which one is gonna go out first without fail, they're gonna to, um, top floor right? Because it's going to be running a lot more. So that first summer, um, I slept on the couch almost every single night because we just couldn't get it cool enough upstairs. And it was two degrees, about two degrees more. And you don't think that's a huge deal. But think about when you're cold in your house or you're warm in your house, when you go turn the thermostat, you're only bumping it a degree or two. It's not like you're bumping it 10 degrees, right? So one and two degrees makes a huge, huge difference. I, I totally agree. I mean, that's that's funny. It,
2: you know, I can tell that one or two degrees in my in my bedroom. Again, when I'm going to sleep, yep. that's when it to me matters the most. And there's no doubt. It's like the difference between being able to sleep and not being able to sleep is two degrees.
1: Yeah. Well, I that's sleep with the ceiling fan in the window, with <laughs> the ceiling fan blowing on me. I can't sleep if it's not cold in the in the room.
3: And, and that's you know, I didn't really. I'm the same way, and you know, had no idea uh, that that was normal. But as you know, we go out and meet as many people as we do, you, you find that's a pretty common thing for most people. For whatever reason, we like to be be a lot colder when we sleep.
1: I have a question for you. We talk about the attic. We talk about the walls. How about what homes that have crawl spaces?
3: Mm-hmm. Does the crawl
1: space have to have insulation in it? Or is that something you guys deal with too or or is it not necessary if you're doing the attic and the walls?
3: No. So, look, you're... I mean, a house built in, uh, you know, 1930 had nothing in the walls, nothing in the attic, nothing in the crawl space when it was originally built and it survived. So... Uh, the, the question of do you need it um technically no uh you you but you're going to be really really uncomfortable um the the crawl of the three so you got your attic your walls and your crawl space of the three here in georgia in the south you're going to that crawl space is probably the the least important of the three it's a lot more important in the winter time okay so now it's you know 35 degrees outside. So And you're trying to keep it at 70. So now there's a big temperature differential that you're trying to fight because that hot air wants to displace that cold. Um, so if you don't have any insulation in your floor, that's that's going to come out. But you think about it in the summertime, which you know we have a lot longer, warmer season, um, now you're 72 degrees, 75 inside, and it's like 65 degrees in your crawl space. So there's not a huge... Um, Benefit it's helping from almost. temperature? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, there's some of the air flowing up and down, so the ceiling. Uh, getting the technical part of it, you know, so there are some benefits of doing it. But as far as all year round, it's going to have your least impact all year round. Um, it, it certainly has a really big impact in in the winter time. Uh, you know, I have a question. So
2: we we do the insulation, right? We get the insulated garage door. We, we we've got insulated windows. We we've, we've taken care of everything. But we forgot one thing, all the leakage, right? I mean, talk about the leakage points in a house and maybe some things that people could do on their own to stop some leakage or, you know, make, make them aware of it.
3: Sure, yeah. No, I mean, when you look at, um, a, a, there's a number of, uh, Department of Energy, I believe is is where they're, uh, they're from. But anyway, talk about all of um, where you lose, uh, where you have air leakage. Um, so you're losing your your energy to the outside your attic, your walls, um, your floors, crawl space, and then gaps and cracks, uh, you know, just around the house make up 78% of that. You know, the other 22% is through uh, fans, windows, doors. So there's such a huge part of it. And it, it makes sense when you stop and think about it. I mean, windows are, are important, but they make up 10 to 15% um, of your walls. And if you take the top and the bottom, I mean, it only takes up three, 4% of the total volume of, of the home. Um, and so sealing all of that stuff up is, you know, extremely important. People, sealing your, your house up is, if you think about it standpoint of, you got your air conditioning on in your car, you're going to have, or your heat, you, you're going to have your windows rolled up, right? And if you have them down just a hair, you'll still be fine. You know, you'll, the more you roll that down, the more holes you have, the less that air conditioning or heat's going to work. And here's the amazing thing. They've, they've done studies where, again, and this is about pre-2011 because that's when they changed the, uh, the codes, um, but the average house has a 7-foot by 5-foot window open all year round. Wow, I mean, just think about that. And these are tiny little holes around your lights, around where your wires go through, right. all that kind of stuff, and the it electrical adds up outlets, to outlets, right? Absolutely, well, you, and adds up quick. Well,
1: you know what, Dan? How many times have you seen a li- nice-looking front door, and when you close it and you're inside, you can kind of see a little bit of daylight? There's leakage. That's why when you install a front door, it has to be in, it has to be hung. Not everybody can hang a door. It can be a nice beautiful insulated door but if it's not hung properly and fitting tight that's where you get a lot of your leakage right in those front doors
2: well listen you you do and there's other problems right you don't want to hear a creak and you know uh, lots of things on your front door right that you got to do right no question but I would actually say another one that people just don't think about um they might have a back door that goes outside or whatever too and they don't notice that door they don't use it as much but for me, again, I'm gonna go back to my old house, that what problem that I had was the door that goes out into the garage. Again, yeah. people go, oh man, I'm, I'm not heating and air conditioning my garage, you right. know. But that air is getting through there, The ba- yeah. what I call the bad air, depending on the season, right? right? I mean, it's working its way in. And the good air inside of your house is working its way out in that right. situation. And, you know, I had a little gap in there too, not a, not a great door, not, a, not, not with great insulation. And I feel like people really miss the boat on some of that stuff. Do you handle any of that stuff when you guys come out to insulate? Is that some part of the repertoire? It,
3: it's it's part of our inspection process. So we let homeowners know when we see all those things, but we, we don't do. We have decided that do what we do and do it really, really well, right? And there's a lot of things, HVAC, that we have to have a little bit of knowledge about um, to help homeowners understand um, because it impacts what we do and, and them. Doors, you know, a lot of them, correct me if I'm wrong, have like what's called a floating threshold. And it's because I think you touched on earlier, you know, during the summer and winter, you know, your house actually expands and contracts. So a lot of times some parts of the the year, the doors super tight and they're like, man, I can barely. And then other times, right, it it shuts just fine. And that's when you get that gap. You were talking about, Jim, sometimes underneath. And you actually. So we point those things out for homeowners caulking around the trim um, around windows you know, that's where a majority of the air leakage around windows comes from is actually around that that trim piece. And it, it's hard. But so the top of it, painters almost never caulk it, right? They're going to caulk the sides of that trim. They're going to caulk sometimes the bottom, you know, 75%. You go and put your fingers on the top of your window trim inside your house, and I can almost guarantee there's not going to be a lick of caulk up there because nobody sees it, yeah. and that's where a lot of that cold air, that warm air actually comes. So we talk to homeowners all the time about, hey, you know, 25 bucks of a caulk gun and a couple of tubes of caulk at Home Depot, and you'll see uh, a lot of savings there around these windows.
1: Now, now, Dan mentioned something that intrigued me. Dan, you mentioned outlets. Let's talk about that. How, outlets? What do you mean by well, that?
2: Well, listen, I just um, I'm just dangerous enough, Jim, to yeah. know a few <laughs> right. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have heard that the outlets are a big deal, right? We have so many outlets around the house, right? And if if, if these things aren't insulated correctly um, around that, right? They're leaving a space there, right? Even if they're putting insulation in, but they're not putting any insulation kind of in that area. So um, you could have all kinds of little tiny areas of leakage, right, with all of your with all your outlets
3: around the home. Exactly, and you think about how many of them are on those exterior walls, right? It's and um, so to, to add up to that seven foot by five foot window, yep. it's all these little things, and it really is quite amazing. It's harder to uh, demonstrate by in pictures the outlets, um, but up in the attic, we can um, so around where those penetrations, your lights, the the wires, whatever, you're going to see. We take pictures when we go up there. It's If you've got the yellow, the pink, the white insulation, it's amazing how dirty and black it gets around those. And people are like, well, what is that? And it's that air that we're talking about that that flows up and down. Um, And so it's just filtering out all the dirt, dust, all that kind of stuff. Um, just like your HVAC filter, except for you don't get to change it, right? So, you know, that's one of the things that we do. If we're doing traditional insulation, we seal all those things up. So it's air quality inside the home is a secondary benefit that you're going to get too, um, as well as obviously the, the, the comfort and the, the savings that you typically are seeing. So, yeah, all those little spots, man, It just um, it's amazing how quickly they add up.
2: Yeah, it's funny, even my, again, back to my old
3: home, you know, you're talking about, I hope put you put your hand up. I
2: mean, it would make me sick sometimes when it was really cold. Uh, especially, it seemed like I, I noticed it, as opposed to even the hot times. I mean, it felt like I could feel how cold it was coming in through those windows, and you just almost feel a little bit sick that with just the energy loss that, right. that that's happening. Again, that equates to dollars, but... If people were to take that uh, outlet, take the wall plate off and see what it looks like in there, and then like you said, you start adding that up and that takes you to that five by seven, you know, opening that is
3: is is not right shut down.
1: Yep. So, now when you when you properly insulate your home, doesn't that make it quieter too?
3: I, it it really does. And so our injection foam One of the things that it does is it will reduce sound by up to 80%. Now, that's with a a cavity that has nothing in it. Um, So if it has fiberglass, it's going to reduce it uh, that much. But it's really cool. Some of these old neighborhoods in Atlanta that are right on some big streets and stuff, um, that's not the reason why they're doing the product, right? But it's usually one of the most commented on. They're like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't hear the people just talking, walking down the sidewalk outside my house anymore. Right, so it, it it does. I mean, there's sound is a is a little bit of a challenge. Uh, uh, you know, to to stop it completely, there's no such thing as uh, windows, right? Because you you might have a single pane window too. I mean, I'm, I would right. assume that helps too. Yeah. So w- we like to say sound reduction because there's um, you're not going to stop it completely, but we're trying to 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 reduce it. What,
2: well, well, I was I was just going to bring it too. What a, and you touched on it, air quality, kind of a secondary. Um, part of what you do, how that helps us. How, how does that help the air quality?
3: Yeah, and the... So, five, traditionally, most houses are still built with... Even though spray foam is, is becoming more and more popular, it still only makes up roughly 10% of our new homes today, okay? Um, so, that means fiberglass or, or cellulose is still the main staple product that we put in in houses and have for years and years and years. So, that that fiberglass doesn't stop that air from, from flowing. And that's one of the biggest um, um, components or or what we're trying to do to build a better indoor air quality. Um, So, because if you think about it, you got the window open, right? All those, you know, molecules, particles, whatever, from the outside are are coming in. Um, So with existing homes, we're going through, whether we're injecting the foam in the walls um, to get All of that area up in the attic, we're sealing up any of those penetrations, anything from up in the attic down into the living space, uh, sealing all those things up with that great stuff foam we were talking about earlier, Dan, and that's going to stop that air from moving up and down, which tremendously helps the indoor air quality of the home.
1: Well, we're up against a break here again, but you're listening to Ryan Zondervan from USA Insulation. A lot of great tips and advice. Folks, I'm telling you, you, don't want to go away because we've been talking about comfort, been talking about air quality. But when Ryan comes back, he's going to equate what that means to energy savings. And, Dan, with with energy going up 50 to 60%, we're going to make some changes in our home. Sure do. We'll be right back.
0: This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3.
1: Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor Dan Watkins and I'm Jim Nearkis, and we're here with Ryan Zondervan from U.S. Insulation and beforehand we were talking about comfort and air quality with the insulation what it does for your home the changes it makes how how much happier you're going to be but Ryan what about energy savings we know that our illustrious president has allowed energy costs to skyrocket fifty to sixty percent, right, Dan?
2: Yeah, sure has. Is what it would have changed in one year? But uh, you know, not only has inflation just been outrageous, but now we're going to get uh, a double whammy, right? Not just the gas price, but now we're going to get hit again in the winter, and it and it is hitting. It's hitting right now. and we've had a we've had a pretty cold um, pretty cold January and. The way the way things go, I mean, th- this is again just another reason, right? It's another reason to make sure that we come have on. A better we're going to build it home. back better, aren't we? <laughs> sure. I mean, it sure seems great. I think the other day he talked about how he did more than any other president's done in the first year. That's, Jim. Right. Can't, that's right. Can't
1: can't disagree with that, can you? That, that's right. Yeah. You, you know, things are just great. But anyway, getting back <laughs> getting back to the topic, Ryan. On the average, we don't want to pin you down, but give our audience an idea that if they insulate their home properly, based on your recommendations when you come out and do your inspection, what kind of percentage of uh, energy savings in their pocket can they expect?
3: Yeah, so it is. it definitely varies depending on a number of things. And when we come and talk and do an inspection, um, see what, exactly what they have, and then when we're talking about the different solutions, we can give people a, a much better... Uh, Better idea for their specific uh, home, and we're pretty pretty good and, and close uh, on that. But on the average, for people that address the the whole home, um, you know, we were about twenty four to forty five percent in that range. And again, it depends on where they're starting, where they're going. Um, some people that are just doing, you know, the attic you know, it could be as little as five, ten percent. Um so it really is gonna vary significantly based on what exactly they, they do. But our for us and being able to address the 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 whole home and that's something that's unique for us, um the for those people that that do that, I mean, that's when you're really going to get that 24 to 45 percent uh, savings. That's significant, Dan. It's huge.
2: Again, and and you know the total cost is going up right now. Oh. So I mean, right? I mean, if everything goes up 50 percent, you know that 24 to 45 percent becomes a much bigger number, right? Come on, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, my my guys are going to be really upset with me because I should know this number. We talk about it all the time of what it uh, what electric and gas prices were when. Uh, the company started back in uh, 85, um, or excuse me, 80, uh, yeah, 85, to what it is today. And, I mean, it's it's just outrageous how much, and, and look, electric, I don't care who's the president, electric and gas in 10 years is going to be more than it is today, right? And and people have been in their house for 20 years, and, and you know, we ask them, so how long have you been thinking about this? And they're like, oh, you know, good five, six years, and it's like, man, can you imagine if you would have done the project five, six years ago, it would have already paid for itself by by now and you're enjoying that comfort in in your home i mean it's where, especially now since the pandemic i mean this is where most people spend the majority of their time and you know to not be comfortable and the thing that you spend the most amount of money on right most people this is the most expensive thing we'll ever buy is our house and to not be comfortable in your home and pay you know in a lot of cases outrageous electric and gas bills Keep that for yourself. Put it in your own pocket. <laughs> you know, that's a very good point, too, Jim,
2: where, you know, we are spending more time in our home. So, right, when you're at home, you you want it more comfortable. It's not like right. during the day and you're turning down your thermostat because you're not at home. You're turning it up or down or whatever season it is. So we are we are in our home more. And so we are going to just naturally, even if there wasn't a 50% increase on natural gas, um, you, you would be paying more just for that. Uh, and I, I was the same person when I told you what I did with my old home and kind of, I didn't have much money before that cause I was starting a business and, you know, there, there wasn't much money, but I, I was kicking myself a little bit when I saw those savings. If you really get some good savings, you will be asking yourself why you
3: didn't do it sooner. There's no question about that. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, and, you know, one of the great things about, um, our company, the products that we use, the uh, you know and and for us we're fortunate i mean we're the we're the highest rated um insulation company on google have been since we we started here um that's extremely important to us the the customer service making sure that i don't ever get a complaint or once every two years maybe of somebody it, it didn't do what they thought it was going to do like i don't ever worry about that um the complaints you always get are, are, if we left a mess, right, or easily controllable things that you know, and we we go back and we we correct them. But as far as the the products and the savings that people get, I mean, they do. They they will. Had just had a guy here recently that said exactly that. At three years, he'd been thinking about. I I saw him finally the fourth time, and he, he lives in, in where I live, and I said, Jerry, I'm not coming back here again, man. I was like, it's gotten more expensive every time you know you need it, you know you want it. He finally pulls the trigger and you know I'm out there about a week later and, and talking to him and he's just like, I can't believe I didn't do this four years ago. I just can't believe I didn't do it. <laughs> I said, me neither, but you know at least he did and, and he's gonna get it uh, you know this comfort and savings from there moving forward.
1: Well, you go out yourself sometimes right you' you still keep your hand on the pulse of what's going on
3: absolutely you know I am um, you know I, I meet with homeowners I, I, a lot of the weird cases or, or something uh, seems really you know when they talk to us on the phone and it's not a standard thing I love to go out to some of those um, try to really figure out what's what's going on um, installs I'm really involved in in that as well I just think it's really important um, you know, from my perspective, to make sure that I know what's going on out there, and you know, we don't subcontract any of them. They're all my employees, and I wish that meant that—that that means we never ever make a mistake, right? Um, it, it, it doesn't, but what it does mean is when they do happen, I have control. You know, I have control over those guys to get them back out there. Versus when you're using a subcontractor, you've already paid, so they don't want to go back and fix anything. They want to go to the next guy that they're going to get paid from, right? And, and so. That's really important for us, and, and just, you know, me getting out there, making sure I'm, I'm seeing our quality and everything is is really important to me.
1: Well, great. Well, I'll tell you, it, it's been a great show, hasn't it, Dan? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Very
3: beneficial.
2: And, and I'll tell you what, as hard as it is to find employees and the fact that they're going in the homes, too, with those employees, um, having a company that you can trust. Yep. that is going to, you know, back what they do and make sure you don't have some criminals walking into your home.
3: That's right. It's a big
1: deal for people. That's right. A reputable company, USA Insulations, have been around how long in the, this country?
3: Uh, in the country it's been uh, since 1985. Okay, so it's a long time.
1: But anyway, listen, uh, you had mentioned earlier that you wanted to uh, have a – special offer for our listeners here our audience here on the all four seasons home show would you like to share that now
3: yeah absolutely anybody that uh you know we'll call in mention that you've you've uh, heard uh, heard about it from this this show here and um we're going to give a uh, five hundred dollar discount um on any project that uh, uh that you end up doing with us
1: did you save
3: $500? Absolutely. What do you think, Dan? Pretty good deal, huh? It's
1: a great deal. You're going to be saving a lot more afterwards. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. And how do folks get in contact with USA Insulation if they want to get more information from you?
3: Sure. There's uh, you know two ways. We've got um, the, the the phone number, which uh, doesn't get used nearly as much uh, these days as before, but that's uh, 678-647-1414. And then they can always find us on our website, which is uh, Net backslash Atlanta.
1: Thank you, Ryan Sondervan from USA Insulation. You've been awesome, and we hope we can bring you back again in the future.
3: I would love it. Thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate it.
1: Dan, we want to thank All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors for making it possible. The All Four Seasons Home Show every week with a different subject matter expert uh, and giving you folks a chance to make a good consumer decision, save money, and not get ripped off. And, folks, uh, you can hear us every Saturday morning at 9 right here on Extra 106.3 FM, the home of Fox News Radio and Atlanta's only conservative news talk. Have a great week.
0: The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
1: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats.